0: If you want to know more or you want to hear the whole conversation, head to the podcast. So you're repurposing the content. You've already got it. You've already created it for the podcast. Always take your listeners or your viewers, if it's video, on a journey with you. So direct them to that next thing. Don't just leave it hanging as, this is me and this is what I've got. That's not really going to work. So, especially if you want leads from your podcast, you want to say, what's that next thing? What's that next step? So, for a video side, you want them to hear the whole conversation. Welcome to another episode of Listeners to Leads, where I'm helping podcasters launch and maintain a lead generating show. I'm your host, Alicia Galati, the CEO and head podcast strategist behind Galati Media, a full service podcast management company. On this show, you'll hear my guests and I discuss everything it takes to launch a successful podcast and keep it running. If you're ready to get leads, land speaking gigs, and create deeper connections with your audience through your podcast, then this is the show for you. Today, we are talking about 14 ways to repurpose your podcast content. Now, I have 14 here, but I have a feeling that I'm probably going to have more as I talk through each of these. If you're listening to this episode and you're like, wait, Alicia, I'm driving. I don't have a piece of paper to write all this stuff down. Have no fears. We've got you. We will have all of these in our show notes as well as on our blog post. So you can always go there, review them, see them. They're all there. Before we get into the different ways to repurpose your podcast content, I want to talk about why we repurpose our content. Marketing is one of my degrees. (laughs) I have two degrees, one in management, one in marketing. On the marketing side, it's really important that especially as a small business, you are reaching your audience everywhere. That's great for big businesses who have marketing budgets and have huge teams and have all of these people working on the back end and all of these systems working on the back end. But typically, as solopreneurs or small agency owners or small business owners, there's only so much of us to go around. And so it's important that we repurpose our content so that we are working smarter, not harder. I'm sure you've heard that phrase before. It is very important that you are taking your content and finding ways to then reinvent it in a new way that is going to appeal to your audience, but still get that single point across, whether it's through teaching your audience, or if you're maybe having some type of fun post or whatever, there are all these different strategies that you can use to then repurpose that content into other content. So that's the first reason is in working smarter, not harder. Like I said, especially as solopreneurs, there's only so much time that you have to come up with your content for the week, to come up with the strategies and the, and the educational things that you want to teach your audience and the things that are going to lead them from finding out about you, understanding what it is you do, and then buying you, paying you cash money dollars. That's what we want, right? The other reason why we repurpose our content is because especially on social media, your audience is not going to see everything that you post. This is not a true statistic whatsoever, but I'm just going to throw it out there. I'd say probably 95 to 98% of your audience does not have a follow and notify every time that you post something. It's going to be very few and far between that are actually going to be those ride or die fans, which absolutely, we love those people. That's great. But we want to grow our audience. We want to share our wealth of knowledge and information with more than just those few select people. So since your audience is not going to see every single thing that you post, we want to make sure that the content we're giving them is going to draw them in to want to know more, whether that's through a Facebook post or an Instagram post or a Pinterest pin Or maybe it's a video on IGTV or YouTube, whatever it is, wherever it is, we want to be able to draw them in with that content. And since they're not going to see all of those, it's okay to reuse that content, tweak it for that platform. That's really important. I think that that gets lost a lot of the time when people are repurposing content, they just think they can... Take the same thing that they post on one platform, put it on another. doesn't always work, but that's probably why I have 14 ways (laughs) to repurpose your content, right? Consider the platform that you're working on and that you're trying to put this content out to and then where you want to then repurpose it. Another thing to note is that you don't want to repurpose backwards. Let me explain. If you have an IGTV live that you do every week and you want to repurpose that into a podcast, know that you will have issues on the audio side. So if quality audio is important to you, which to our clients, that's a big thing for us. Like we wanna make sure that you show up as an expert. We wanna make sure that you show up sounding your bomb.com awesome self. Quality audio is really, really important. If you don't care about that, whatever, do your thing, right? But if quality audio is important to you, then that's something to consider. So you're not going to repurpose it backwards, right? In this episode, we're talking specifically about taking your podcast episode, audio, record the video also, whatever, to then turn that into different content. So we're not talking about taking content and turning it into a podcast episode. These are gonna be different things and different strategies. All right, let's go through these. Number one, a simple blog post. That could be where you take your show notes. Maybe if you have a guest, you add your guest bio to it. You're just taking those extensive notes of like, this is what we're talking about. You embed your player at the top. You put some graphics in there, you do your keyword magic, and then you've got your simple blog post. The second one is a long-form blog post. So this one is going to be a lot more in-depth. You're going to go into each of the aspects and parts that you're talking about. Maybe you take a transcription and you have someone turn that into a long-form blog post so that it has your tone, it has your voice to it. Either way, the simple blog post is going to be shorter, obviously. Anywhere from 300 to 500 words, it's not going to be very extensive or very long. Then on your long form blog post, you're looking at upwards of 2000 words. So that's where that difference is. You're going to be more in depth and that's going to be something that will be easier to share on a platform like Pinterest, where people are going there to look for long form blog posts or infographics and things like that. That's how you're going to consider which one you want to do. How do you know? It's really up to you and what your capacity is, because I 100% believe that you can get by just fine doing simple blog posts. But if you have the capacity to do more and do that part for your audience, by all means, do I think you should extend yourself or put money into it if you don't have it? No, don't. (laughs) Don't do that. Just keep it simple. Something is better than nothing, right? So that's something you can do. The third one is to use the video. There are a few strategies that I like to say for the video side of podcasting. We do have some clients where their podcast is a video first podcast. So Think Joe Rogan, right? (laughs) Like Joe Rogan's podcast has been typically before his move to Spotify. I don't really know how his model shakes out right now. Before he moved to Spotify exclusively for the audio side, his things were all on YouTube. That's where people went to go watch the Joe Rogan experience. So the Joe Rogan experience before his move was a video first podcast. So he went into it thinking, all right, I'm going to put this video up. I already know these elements I need to have. That's fine. You can do that if that's what you want. Now, if you're focusing on quality audio, you want it to be an audio first podcast, which the majority of the podcasts are going to be audio first. You can have the video going in the background if you want. You can record the video side for when you have guests on, and then you can repurpose that into YouTube content or a video for Facebook or IGTV. Now, I do not recommend that you put your entire podcast episode up on YouTube. I see a lot of people do this. They put an audiogram up. YouTube isn't really the platform for that. And even if you look at Joe Rogan's podcast videos, his take sections of the conversation. He's not putting the entire whole conversation on to YouTube. He's taking parts of it, sections that is going to draw his audience in. And then what you want to do after that is then say, if you want to know more or you want to hear the whole conversation, head to the podcast. So you're repurposing the content. You've already got it. You're already created it for the podcast. Always take your listeners or your viewers, if it's video, on a journey with you. So Direct them to that next thing. Don't just leave it hanging as this is me and this is what I've got. That's not really going to work. So especially if you want leads from your podcast, you want to say, what's that next thing? What's that next step? So for a video side, you want them to hear the whole conversation. You want them to take that next step to work with you potentially or to follow your guest or to interact with your guest or to interact with you about the conversation. So have that be the next step for that video side. How long? should you make it. Okay, so <laughs> there's so many questions, right? That kind of go into your brain as you're like, "Wait, but I have more questions." As I'm going through these, if you have questions, send me a DM on Instagram. I love to chat with people and I love being able to offer advice and strategies and conversations. I recently had someone reach out and they were like, "Look, I don't have money to invest. Do you have free resources?" And I was like, "Yes, I've got you. Here you go." So Hit me up in my DMs and I am more than happy to chat through this with you and like what strategies work, what strategies don't. So that's great for the video. Okay, so how long to make your video? I would say take about 10 minutes of the conversation in video format. Don't do an audiogram. Put that up on YouTube, IGTV, Facebook, wherever you want to have these videos and then redirect people afterwards to your podcast. All right, moving on to number four. Holy cow, we've got a lot to get through. Infographics. Obviously, these are great for Pinterest. They are also really good if you do it on like a carousel side. So you could take your infographic, turn it into a carousel, swipe through for Instagram, make it a little smaller for your Facebook, whatever you got to do to like use reuse this infographic if it's going to give value to your audience and get your points across. And then you can always say to learn more, listen to the episode, or to get more information, send me a DM, whatever is going to take that conversation to the next level. The next two, five and six, are social media static posts. So these are not audiograms, they're not videograms, you're just looking at a regular post. There are two different kinds that I recommend you have for your podcast episodes, one being a quotable, something that people can share, they say for later, they tag a friend, those are going to be great. And then the general ones where it's your face, what the episode is about. Maybe it has some bullet points, your guest's faces on it. That's going to be your general one. Seven and eight, you are looking at your social media audiograms and videograms. What is the difference? So an audiogram is a still photo with the audio wave usually. And I definitely recommend <laughs> having some captions. That is going to stop people scroll a lot faster than if you just have the wave. So try to get some captions in there if possible. We use wave, W-A-V-V-E, to make our audiograms. I have an affiliate link. I'll make sure it's in the show notes. (laughs) Social media, videograms. It's going to be the video embedded onto a still frame. So it's like, you know, a regular graphic with the video playing in the background. You can easily make this on Canva. We also have an affiliate link for that as well if you're looking to create that. So just embed the video right on there. It'll play and then you're going to want to add your subtitles for that as well. So it'll show you and the guest talking. It's just like having a regular video or just posting the video, but there's a almost like a frame around that video. How to put subtitles on a videogram. Wave does not let you do that, at least at this point. So I use Headliner for that side. You get 10 minutes free, make a one minute videogram, call it a day. Number nine, transcript. So if you have people in your audience or potential listeners who fall into the hearing disabled category, then I highly recommend that you have some type of transcription ready for your audience that they are able to read it. Maybe they don't have time to listen to it. So they just want to kind of skim through, get the juicy bits and move on. Number 10, content upgrades and or freebies. I don't really love content upgrades and freebies because I think that as a online business community, we think that that is going to be the sole thing that we need in our business, that if we have these content upgrades, if we have these freebies, we're gonna grow our list, we're gonna sell to our list, we're gonna make millions of dollars. As a service provider, that's not exactly how it works. And I think that there is a time and a place for freebies. Yes, I have them. People use them. But the majority of the time, people are not going to take action with a content upgrade or a freebie. So take this one with a grain of salt. If it's your jam and you like to do it, then do it. But also keep in mind the customer journey as you're doing this. So maybe we need to have someone on to talk about customer journey. I have someone in mind, I think they would be fantastic. If a content upgrade works in your customer journey or a freebie works in your customer journey, then that's great. So for this podcast episode, maybe my freebie is 14 ways to repurpose your podcast content checklist, or it has like a worksheet or something like that. Something that people would exchange their email for and then they get this free thing. I don't really feel like I need to do that You can go to the blog post, you can get all this stuff. I'm not going to hide it behind an email paywall, right? Like you don't have to pay me with your email. That's something you want to do, then that's great. I personally don't love them, but just kind of like keep in mind that customer journey as you're going through this of like, where do you need to take your audience? Number 11, discussion questions. So this is something that I think is underutilized by podcasters. They kind of just throw their podcast out there. They're like, all right, hope for the best. Let's see what happens. Yay. But you can always reuse your podcast content to then take the conversation a step further. We had an episode about Clubhouse and social media as ways to grow your podcast audience. This is a great way to kind of take that conversation that you're having in the podcast to that next level to so then get the feedback and the discussion going with your audience. You can use a quotable for this. You can use a general post where you're just like asking a question. But I really think that you can take the conversation further if you do this strategy. Number 12, shout out to a guest who is doing something amazing. So this is a great way to showcase your guests that you've had in the past, showcase a current guest that you're having or someone that is going to be on your podcast in the future, if you are planning ahead and being strategic with your content, this is a great way to shine the light on them, what they're doing, and still get people to listen to that podcast episode, get people engaged with your podcast. So that's a way to repurpose that content, you know about the guests, you connect with them, and then that's going to take the conversation even further. Number 13, have additional live Q and A's based on the podcast content. So this is a great way to take the conversation a step further, just like those discussion questions. But then you go live on IGTV, you go live on YouTube, you go live on Facebook, wherever it is that you like to go live and your audience is hanging out there and discuss what is being done. Maybe there's more questions that come in or there's more that you want to kind of dive into than just what you can do on a podcast. And so you'd like to take it to that video element. Number 14 is email. Obviously this is a great strategy. Go back to the email episode where we talked with Ashley DeLuca about how to use your email to grow your podcast audience. You can always take your show notes, turn it into an email, and be able to repurpose what you're talking about in the podcast into an email for your email list. An extra one is to do fun outtakes. So this is something that my team is doing for my show. I'm kind of nervous to see what it is and what it sounds like and all of my crazy rantings and ravings, but I think it's gonna be a ton of fun. And this is always something that you can do to then repurpose your content in a fun and exciting way. All right, remember, as we wrap this up, you do not have to do all of these. Please do not, as a solopreneur, as a small business owner, do all of these if you do not have the capacity to do them. I would say start with a blog post, some social media graphics, and a videogram or an audiogram. Maybe you add in some discussion questions. So keep it to like three or four of these. Do not stress yourself out one at a time. Take a deep breath do not stress. We do not want you stressed. I want you to be able to focus on your audience, focus on creating quality content for your audience, but then repurpose it. So you are not reinventing the wheel. You are not working yourself to the bone to get this content out to your audience. All right, that is all I have for today. Make sure that you are repurposing your content, work smarter, not harder, and you don't have to do all of these. Make sure you go to the show notes for this list of different ways to repurpose your content, as well as our blog post, which will be on our website, ListenersToLeads.com, where you will find all of the show notes for these episodes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Listeners to Leads. If you found something in this episode valuable, I would really appreciate it if you shared it with a friend who you know would also get value from it. Want to send me a message? My favorite place to hang out is Instagram. You can find me at Alicia.Galati. Let me know what your favorite takeaway was from the episode. And don't forget, turning those listeners into leads is actually easy.